Welcome to the Banter Savvy Podcast. I'm BanterBot, and along with your hosts, Rebecca, Tyler, and Matt, we're here to bring you your weekly reliable and interesting source of stories, humor, and news. Today, Matt will be helping us remember remember the 5th of November and all the juicy details about Guy Fawkes, a misunderstood patriot slash terrorist. Everyone crack your beers, and Matt, you can take it away. Listen to this, Guy Fawkes Day, or as I know it, Bonfire Night, takes place every year in the UK on November the 5th. It's definitely a weird day to celebrate in the UK, but before I get to that, I have to explain who Guy Fawkes is and what is the gunpowder plot. Guy Fawkes was born in York, England in 1570. England at the time was a Protestant country, and Fawkes decided that he wanted to be Roman Catholic. Oh. So in 1593, he left England to search for adventure, which led him to enlist in the Spanish army in Netherlands. Fawkes is by far the best known participant to the gunpowder plot, even though he was one of the last people to join. While Fawkes was in the Netherlands, being all cool and courageous, back in England, Robert Catsby, the head honcho, was putting together his team and devising what is now known as the gunpowder plot. So the object of the plot was to blow up the House of the Parliament. And if you're unaware what these are, or where they are, they are located in London, England. And if you've seen pictures of the iconic Big Ben, the big clock tower, the House of Parliament are the this building like right below it. Oh, we made a Lego of that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know all about it. (laughs) Anyone that's made a Lego of it, good for them. (laughs) (laughs) The 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 measure of success. (laughs) Right? Okay, so the object of the plot was to blow up these houses of parliament. His plan was to take place during the state opening when King James I and his chief ministers were residing within. His reasoning for the plot was to put potentially the end of increasing oppression on the Roman Catholics. You know, England was a Protestant country at the time. There obviously were still Catholics in England and there was some oppression there. And they were like, you know what? Blowing up this parliament will really make it all of the Catholics come together and and (laughs) reclaim England. What a great plan. Right? Yeah. No flawless. Flaws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, flawless, exactly. Not, not, a, not a regular terrorist. I'm a cool terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> so Catsby and his small band of Catholics agree that they need to bring in a military guy. And they needed someone that wouldn't be recognizable. That's when they sent one of their guys to the Netherlands in 1604 to enlist Fawkes, who without any knowledge of the plan was like, we're going to go and uh, do something nasty and Protestants. I'm in. Yeah. Like, didn't know what the plan was. We're just like, we're going to do something to Protestants. Perfect. I'm, I'm, That's enough information. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so Robert Catsby and his men gained access to a cellar, which extended underneath the House of Parliament. The reason why they got this cellar was because one of the conspirators actually got promoted and was given access to the cellar. So if they didn't have this cellar, they wouldn't have been able to go forward with this plot. So it was just pure happenstance. This was the better option to do. They had another option, which unfortunately I've forgotten what that was, but it didn't pan through. Just grab a beer at the Winchester and and wait for for all this to blow over. over. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's exactly why I would have done. (laughs) This is where Fawkes would plant roughly 36 barrels of gunpowder and camouflage them with coals and faggots for for clarification. Please, please Pardon me. Say that's a quote. What did you, <laughs> Matt? What did you call me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, just for, for clarification for all those non-Brits of weird words. Faggots is a term for a bundle of sticks and twigs, not a derogatory term for. <laughs> you know what was really funny? I knew you didn't mean the derogatory term. Yeah. But right until just now, when you said sticks, I was definitely thinking smokes. And I was like, that's very inconvenient carrying that many. Wasn't there a better option? I straight up for like 20 seconds thought you meant cigarettes. No. no yeah, no. I'm not twigs a smart and, man. Because there is definitely a difference between twigs and sticks. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So wow. Sticks are, are, are heavier and longer and twigs are like those small little pieces of 
of a stick. How Twiglet. strongly do you I'm feel about this distinction? I'm pulling that out of my ass as well. That's not actually <laughs> yeah. true. But. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, I bought that too. All right, Perfect. Mr. Gullible. Awesome. <laughs> tell, tell me some lottery numbers and to buy them for you, and I will. <laughs> so go back to the story. He had these 36 barrels of, of gunpowder mixed in the coal and the twigs. So on November the 4th, 1605, the basement was searched and Fawkes was questioned. He pleaded his innocence by saying he was storing firewood, hence the coals and faggots. A claim that they initially believed, however, suspicion was erased again doesn't actually say why suspicion was raised again. And a search was conducted, which revealed the 36 barrels of gunpowder. The game was up and Fawkes was arrested. When Fawkes was interrogated about the gunpowder, he declared it was to blow you Scotch beggars back to your native mountains. So that was Whoa. a great start to the, to the interrogation. Wow. And that's diplomacy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, yeah it's aggressive negotiations. I was just, I was literally a second away from quoting, <laughs> quoting Star Wars. You beat me to it by like a minute. So Fawkes remained resolute and unrepentant for his actions. He endured three days of torture from the 6th to the 9th of November, where he finally admitted his intentions, revealing the names of his co-conspirators and expressed regret at his failure to blow up the parliament. Apparently, his steadfast manner earned him the admiration of King James, who described Fawkes as possessing a Roman resolution. So by the time Fawkes spilled the beans, half his colleagues managed to evade capture. He was tried and found guilty before a special commission on January the 27th, 1606, so a few months later. Fawkes was never burnt on a bonfire, as many people believe, hence the bonfire for November the 5th. He was condemned as a traitor alongside three of the 12 other conspirators, Thomas Whittorn, Ambrose Rockwood, and Robert Keyes, and were sentenced to be hung, drawn, and quartered. So on the 31st of January, he took to the scaffold to endure the first part of the execution. So weakened from the torture, he had to actually be carried from the gallows. When the noose was secured, he fell. Some people say he jumped and broke his neck, dying instantly and avoiding the rest of the brutal punishment. His corpse was cut into quarters and distributed for public display across the country. Huh. It was a uh, not, was nice of them. Not just drawn and quartered, where they bury the parts across the country, like for no. public display. Oh, for display, yeah. Wow. So like a leg here, a <laughs> toe a there, yeah, yeah. here's a head, a hand, yeah. And here we have... Well, it was quartered, so I assume it was just in four pieces. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but like, yeah. I, I was yeah. picturing much smaller pieces for yeah, some no, reason. Really like a like... finger here. <laughs> Just a shoulder down to a waist. I don't know if that's how it is, but it's the, yeah, the name is quartered. quartered. I'm, I'm going to not include the graphic of that in any videos we make of this Probably video. Probably a good idea. Mm. Yeah. 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 So just to go back to the November the 5th. So Fawkes was caught on November, November, November the 4th. Uh, no more than 24 hours later, Londoners were encouraged to celebrate the king's escape from assassination by lighting bonfires, provided the testimony of joy to be carefully done without any danger or disorder. So that's why we have the bonfires. An act of parliament designated each November the 5th as a day of thanksgiving for the joyful day of deliverance, and this remained in force until 1859. So you had to celebrate this day from 1605 until 1859. After that, the tradition was there, so everyone, we just did it. I remember as a kid, loved Bonfire Night. We would have sparklers, so like, you know, little um, sticks with the, the light and it'd spray everywhere. Yeah. They were twigs. <laughs> they actually probably were more like twigs, that's very true. They lit some faggots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, Sorry, word of the I day, guys. Yeah. I used to love it as a kid. Bonfires were accompanied by f fireworks from 1650 onwards and became customary after 1673 to burn an effigy, usually the Pope. So it really did the polar opposite for Catholics. Later on, it became a, it became a figure of Guy Fawkes. You take old clothing, stuff it full of straw. Basically, you, you did a miniature burning man, basically. He, he would be a couple feet high and you make this huge bonfire. The last one I went to, it felt like it was probably six, seven meters high. It probably wasn't that. It was very small. And then you would just light them and they would, they would go on fire. 
I'm kind of curious, what do you guys think the reason is for why he became, or I should say how he became famous for what he did? Because obviously he was publicly executed and then on display, which has got to be the, the biggest, like, look at what this person did and here are some ideas yeah. uh, that you could possibly do. But like, how did he capture the, the hearts and the minds of these things where like so immediately it jumped to being a celebration and a firework display and then the Pope and it was obviously a different time. It was, uh, yeah. But it's it's crazy to imagine someone considering blowing up a building, even even with uh, all the intentions that he had, depending on your perspective. But where did that go from like, it's crazy to be doing, but to, so, to see that transition where he went from 36 barrels of explosives to drawn and quartered to fireworks. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy how they, they made that transition. A, yeah. yeah, big jump. So the reason why the effigy was the Pope is because one of the heirs to the throne at the time so the fireworks came about, when was it, it was 1670, I said 1673. So it was 50, 60 years later is when the fireworks came in. So it had been a bit of time. But the Pope was because one of the heirs to the king converted and became Catholic. And they, they just didn't like that. And he was known to not be, like, it, in the public eye, they were like, no, like, we don't, we don't, we don't like the fact that you converted. So that's why they, like, that, like, fueled it even more for hating Catholics. The fact that they did that as well, in my mind, says that these zealots, I guess they are, you know, Robert Gatsby and, and Fox at the time, were obviously very few people. It wasn't a huge following for them because they were burning bonfires the day after and saying, hey, well done, like, well done. They didn't, you know, he didn't get assassinated. So I don't think, I think if there were more people like that, it would have been more of a ruckus. There would be more things going on. Like there would have been, there would have been like anarchy, a little bit more anarchy than, I mean, I'm also talking 400 years later, 500 years later. So yeah, why, why, don't, information. why don't you have a, an exact pinpoint on, <laughs> on society 400 years I'm ago? Sorry, the, I didn't have enough time to research. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't research 500 years. You had 400 years to research. <laughs> sorry. So basically uh, it's like a ritual of his de death, sort of like the bonfire and everything, right? Yeah, Christmas. It's like, yeah, reliving Chris, it. Christmas in, for the UK. Reliving yeah, so it in. Super reliving weird, it. weird, like, thing to celebrate, yeah. though. Yeah. When you think about it. It's a bit masochistic. In yes. Yeah. yes. So, since the late 90s, there's been a, a disassociation of forks in the commemoration of Bonfire Night, as it's now more commonly to light. So they've gotten rid of the guy that they put on top. It's called the guy. It's Guy Fawkes that they put on top of the bonfire. Now it's a now. Did you just assume his gender? No, that's his name. <laughs> it could be more pronounced as Guy Fawkes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know he does. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Well, he did. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It, Especially when I was a kid, I was like a young child in, in the early to mid 90s. We still did the effigy and we had fireworks as well. And it was, it was a huge day. Moving into the 2000s, there's been more and more debate as to whether Fawkes was a hero rather than a villain. It seems to be because Fawkes' legacy is now seen as a symbol for resisting oppression, hence the guy Fawkes mask. Going back to the 80s, you have the V for Vendetta comics, which was turned into a movie in 2005. The main character, V, wears the guy Fawkes mask right. to hide his identity. And spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, but he was successfully blew up Parliament. And Beef Vendetta, I'm sorry if I ruined that movie for you guys. I've no, seen I'm, I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't know that that years. was the tie, but yeah. Our million listeners every episode, you've just ruined it for them, though. Yeah, a million. Oh, my know, God. Unbelievable. No one can see my fingers are crossed. <laughs> so, also, the global online activist group Anonymous famously used the mask in 2006 when battling the Church of Scientology over their censorship of an interview with Tom Cruise. Oh, I remember that. But since then, the mask has become their symbol and the symbol of many other activist groups fighting oppressive Scientology. Authority. I totally remember that when that happened. I didn't remember... 
that happen? Sorry, I just... Oh, no, I was just going to say, I totally remember that happening. And then it got completely overshadowed by Wall Street and 2008 and the housing crisis. And Anonymous had a big hand in that. But yeah, absolutely. I totally remembered the Scientology thing. Oh, I remember uh, that, yeah. An Anonymous, fun fact, Anonymous... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, man, it's stealing your story. No, no, it's all good. Uh, anon anonymous, real quick, Anonymous went out of their way to hassle Scientology. They sent print requests to every printer in the Scientology network and made them just endlessly print pure black pages to destroy their printer. Just, oh. just a, a fun, like... That's a fun little tidbit. Yeah, th this, is a, this is a real uh, no good guys, no bad guys story, everybody in the middle. Uh, but I think that was a pretty good, pretty good move on their part. Yeah, pretty, pretty stoked <laughs> on that. But uh, please continue. Sorry, I keep stealing, no, no, stealing right. away. So just to... to jump quickly back to Fawkes. Absolutely. Although he was unhappy with the state of capitalism in Europe, Fawkes was not an anarchist and would have happily seen the return of a Catholic monarch to Britain. Hero or villain, it really just depends on your interpretation of Fawkes' legacy and your level of dissatisfaction with the world that we live in, really. History is written by the victors. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, just a couple of phrases and tidbits before I wrap up the story. Please do. Uh, lean up to Guy Fawkes Day, bonfire night, children used to go around saying penny for the guy, which is the idea that children across Britain would collect money to buy fireworks for Guy Fawkes Night and the guy being the effigy that goes on top of the bonfire. So yeah, that would be a common saying. Not so much when I was a kid. We're going a little bit earlier than that. My dad was a kid. That was something that they would go around being like penny for the guy before then as well. Another saying is, remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason, and plot. There's actually, there's a little bit more to it, and it's actually a poem by um, John Milton. It goes like this, remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason, and plot. I uh, know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Apparently, there's one place in the entire UK that has never celebrated Guy Fawkes, St. Peter's School in York. In honor of the ex-pupil, all celebrations are forbidden. Being Fawkes used to go to that school. One last thing, and the most surprising tribute to Guy Fawkes is an uninhabitable outcrop of the Galapagos Island called Guy Fawkes Island. The origin of the name remains a mystery, but it may be a tribute to his years spent as a mercenary in the Spanish army because he was courageous and a cool guy. <laughs> a cool guy. <laughs> because of his courage. <laughs> oh, I, my groaning was... <laughs> It's overriding my laughing right now. <laughs> That's the story of Guy Fawkes, guys. Well, their drinks are empty and we are out of time. That was the origins of the anonymous mask, Bonfire Night, and the infamous Guy Fawkes. As always, if Banter Savvy got something wrong, please do reach out to them on Twitter, and you can always find them on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram to see more content they've made for you. Remember, remember, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. It. And happy Halloween. Wait, hold on. That was two days ago. Shit.